Today's podcast is brought to you by CrossNet, the world's first four-way volleyball net. Set up easily in sand, grass, indoors, or on the blacktop. The perfect game for outdoor enthusiasts as it is combined with volleyball and four-score rules and a game to 11 and win by two. All right, on today's podcast, I welcome on a very special guest, Aaron Roundtree. He's a professional basketball player and a TBT participant. How's it going? I'm going well. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. How are how how are you holding up during these these crazy times? Oh uh, man, well I got a little bit of normalcy back, being able to play basketball again, so that was nice. Good for my mental health as well as my, my physical health. Wish we'd have won a few more games, like four more, so I could be a hundred thousand dollars richer. But <laughs> I can't complain. That's uh, I know. I watch those games. It's tough, you guys. Uh, you had a tough game, tough matchup, but uh, you know you, you played well, and you you know you got to where you needed to get. Like you got to a second round, it just sucks that you guys weren't able to get further. You know. Yeah, for sure. We lost a, a very good team. They won again today, so. It was against Marquette's team, right? You guys played against in the TBT. Yeah, we lost to the Marquette team, so they they made it. They won again today in the quarterfinals, so they're in the semis for the third year in a row. So it's they're a really good team. Jeez, yeah. I feel like them and Bayham's Army are pretty strong. Two strong teams that are they're, uh, they're yeah. And they, and they got a little bit of an advantage because they all play uh, – they actually played together in college. Like, a lot of them actually did get a chance to play together. Oh, really? So, they run – and they're running like they're, st- they're still like – like, of course, they're playing like football, but like Syracuse plays – like, they play a lot of zone sometimes. Like, they jump in that zone because they all know it. Yeah. I feel like behind yeah. like, stuff hasn't changed in years. So. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> they, they, all run, they, they all run that same zone, stretch it out super far. That's awesome. And what was it like, you know, being in the TBT, like being in that bubble? Um, I don't, I don't love the bubble. Nobody loves the bubble, but we understood that it was uh, what was necessary for us to be able to play basketball. But it's tough. I don't, I have no idea how the NBA is going to do it for two months. Yeah, I actually read a tweet. You're like, I'm going crazy, <laughs> crazy inside this. Like, I don't know how the NBA is going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on like day 10 and I'm going, I was on like day 10 and going crazy and they're supposed to do it for two months. And I'm like, woof, two months, no, no, no family, no wives, just your teammates. Like, I guess. Yeah. It's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be tough. I, I can only imagine what they're going to go through and what, how it's going to work out with everything. I mean, what are your thoughts about the NBA coming back? Um, I'm super excited for it to be back. Um, I, I would have, I understand the guys that don't go, I get it. Yeah. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, my God, you're in the NBA. Like, just go tough it out for two months. Like, for the guys who have families or who just, like – so I, I saw, like – I saw, like, speaking of tweets, I saw, like, Kemba Walker, like, tweeted something or, like, said something like, like, I'm young and single, no kids. So, it's easy for me, but my teammates don't live the same life. Like, Gordon Hayward got, what, four little girls? Like, yeah, it's tough for some people to leave their family. Yeah, and he's got one on the way too. I think he said he was gonna play up until like his daughter's birth or something like that. Yeah, kind of, so it's interesting. But the well. but the bubbles the bubbles not bad. Uh, TBT did a great job of taking care of us. They got us really nice rooms. The food was pretty good. We postmates a lot, but the food was good when we, <laughs> when we didn't want to postmate. Yeah, yeah. What's it like being out in like you guys were out in Ohio? What's it like being out in Ohio? Like being in that area? Um. The only luckily I got to stay an extra day after we lost, so I did at least get to see a little bit of Columbus. But the first six days we didn't see outside. <laughs> I didn't I didn't go outside for the first six because we only had we only had one little area where we could go outside, and 
it was like 20 feet of land and I'm uh, not even like land. It's just like the tables in front of the hotel. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to go out there and sit for 30 minutes. Like, like I'm on like recreation time and, yeah. and then like, I'm at like recess in middle school. Yeah, that's, like, what I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, it must, be, it must have felt like being in school. You got to go for recess. You got to go outside. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nah, so I just, I just stayed in. I just stayed in my room, played a lot of video games, FaceTime nice. a lot. What's the go-to video game? What was the go-to video game for you guys out there? Uh, a lot of 2K. Uh, my teammates played a lot of cards. I don't play a ton of cards, but there's definitely some gambling going on, some some good card games. Yeah. So the go-to for me is probably 2K. I jumped on Madden a little bit. I, I can't get into the Call of Duty, but I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. Quarantine yeah. Makes you, I feel like I've tried every video game at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, I had I stopped playing for a little bit, and then I just recently got back, started playing again, and I started playing 2K again. And uh, I actually found my old Xbox 360 and started playing NCAA Football 13. <laughs> there we go. That's a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty pumped. I was like, I gotta, I love it. I hope they bring back one of those games, though. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know they talk about getting – getting college athletes compensated so that'll definitely get the ball back rolling on getting college video games back yeah that, that would be nice that'd be nice um but Aaron I want to take a little bit of a step back um you know about how you first got started on to basketball like how did you get into basketball and what like you know how did you know that basketball was going to be your sport um I played a little bit of everything in the boys and girls club like around like 10 or 11 and then um I thought I was going to be better at football I was probably better at football up until about middle school and then I grew to, like, I was, like, 5'10 in, like, eighth grade. So I was getting kind of lanky. I was uncoordinated, though, but super lanky. Yeah. Like, pretty like pretty athletic. I was just, like, I was, I was a clumsy 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then going into my freshman year of high school, I grew from, like, 5'9", 5'10", to, like, 6'4", 6'5". Wow. And started, like, dunking. And, and, like, my athleticism, my body, like, caught, my athleticism caught up with my body. And it was, like, like a little perfect storm. And then – uh. I actually got a couple scholarship offers, like my like going into my sophomore year, and then and then I, that's when I kind of knew, like, yeah, I'll, I can go to college for free to play basketball, and uh, like I'm, I think I'm pretty, like I'm okay at it. Somebody's gonna pay for me to go to school. I must be at least decent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how did you how did you choose on Wake Forest? Like, what other colleges were interested? Like, who were your top um, five? I decided super early. I think I committed the summer going into my junior year of high school. I committed at like 16, 17. Oh, wow. Uh, um, at the, my final five at that time, I didn't even do like, you know, kids do like the final five list now. Like I didn't even do all that. It was like, yeah. I had offers from, from Wake Forest, Colorado, Clemson, uh, Notre Dame. And I'm missing like one, oh, VCU. And VCU, VCU actually had just came off the Final Four in 20 years. Like, they're, no, he went to the Final Four the year, like literally the year I committed to Wake. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, that was the 2011 year. Yeah, yeah. When they, when they got hot at the right time. Yep. Yep, I remember them. They were playing the same. So I'm from Rhode Island, so they play against URI all the time. So. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so then um, I chose Wake. Had an okay career at Wake. I had a great time. Graduated. I got got lucky because I did summer school, so I graduated in three years, and did a grad transfer year and got to play up at Iona in New York. Yep. And we um and we made it. We made it to the tournament. We lost to Iowa State in the first round, but that kind of like was my best. That was definitely my best college season, and that kind of propelled me to pro life. That's awesome. I remember you playing against URI again. You guys played against them in December. I remember being at that game. 
Yeah, because it was weird because both of our both of our best players were hurt, were hurt. Yeah. Our AJ English was hurt, and then uh, what was the point guard y'all had that got hurt? Was it um? He sat out for like two months. Jarvis Garrett, Garrett. Garrett. Yes. Yeah. So him and him and AJ English were both out, and it was like at the in the preseason that was supposed to be a big matchup. They were like two of the best point guards in the Northeast, and they both were hurt. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> but what was the decision to go pro? You said you you um. How, what was like? Did you go into a draft process or anything? No, I just went. Uh, I went straight overseas. Hired an agent. Played my rookie in Slovakia, uh, made all league. Then I went to Greece, played half a season in Greece, and then kind of some. Greece is a great league; it's one of the best basketball leagues in the world. But almost everybody has a horror story about missing a paycheck or getting paid a month or too late. Wow! So, so I missed. I didn't get paid like two months worth of pay. So I left Greece, finished the season in Austria, made the finals, lost in Game Seven, and then. Year three and four are both in the Middle East, which is totally different. But um, the basketball is not as not as good as Europe. But yeah. the Americans, the Americans there make pretty good money, and the Americans there are really good. So it's almost like playing three on three over there. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> is it like with the other players? It's more of just like the American players play with each other than yeah. <laughs> if you get the production, you get like the teams with the best locals obviously dominate the league because. They have functional locals, but a lot of teams have really, really bad locals. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't only imagine. I feel like that must be like the pickup days where you like, there was like three or two legit good players on one team, and then you're playing against like you just yeah, got <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So, but that's been, I played there the last two years, and now I'm trying to figure out where year five is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Any word or anything about when you guys are going to start or anything like that? Um, I know. People are signing, so I think almost all the other countries outside of the U.S. actually took social distancing seriously, so <laughs> so they're actually reopening and, like, starting to bring sports back, with obviously without fans as of right now, but so I, I'm sure we'll leave around. We're probably a little bit later, but around the same time, like August, September. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy because it's like I, – I hope you're not from Florida, but, like, Miami was, like – they were, like, they were at the clubs, like still, like wherever, like everyone was supposed to be, like quarantined and everything like that. Yeah, I'm I'm born and raised in North Carolina, and I live in Charlotte. And I think the the weekend before I came home from my season, like they they uh, at first they just suspended our season, but I didn't play a per- I I was there for a month. I was there for the entire month of February and didn't play a single game. Oh wow. They they spent our season, and then we got to like March. We got to like March fifth, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna just send you guys home." Wow. But uh, people in the bars in Charlotte were like packed for like uh, St. Patty's Day, and then that the, the weekend after everything shut down. So I was like, "Thank God I hadn't gotten back yet." Yeah. I would have been tempted. To, I would have been tempted to go out as well. Like all my friends would have been out. I would have just got back from yeah. seven months overseas. <laughs> but thank God that I was still in the Middle East when, when St. Patty's Day happened. So you lucked out big time on that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely lucked out. What's it like playing overseas? Like, what's like? Is there is there a favorite part that you have about it? Is it there's like you know being able to travel? Is it the food? Like, you know, besides uh, traveling and just just seeing new things for me. Like, of course, I love like I love the basketball. And I'm, and that's one of my favorite parts of it, being able to play professional basketball and get, get paid. But 
being able to I've been to more countries than I have been like states. Yeah. Just because I've been able to travel some on my like off days or like we got like breaks for like when when they do like Olympic qualifiers, all the national team guys leave. So we get like a week or two off and I've been able to travel some. That's awesome. That's so cool that you're able to do that and experience that and do what something that you love at the same time. For sure. Yeah, that's really cool. Is there like now what are the fans like out there? Are they kinda like so every country is different. The Middle East, I was so I, I was joking with um I was joking with Dan Frill, one of the guys. He's like the like first or second head guy for TBT. But um, I was joking with him. I was like, we were talking about not having fans, and I was like, well, I played in the Middle East, so this would be normal for me. <laughs> everybody, everybody else is like used to having crowd noises. I'm like, well, I've been in the Middle East for two years, playing in front of like seven people, so. Just used to hearing like a quarter drop or something like, or someone cough in the stands, something like that. Yeah. So, but when I was in my two years and two years in Europe, we had great fans. Um, my in Slovakia, I was in like a little basketball town, so and like the gym held like four thousand and it was always full. Wow. Same thing with same thing with Greece. I was in like a little small basketball town, and then Austria, I was I was in like a town in between Salzburg, and they were they were like the the team in that league that has the most championships. So their wow. fans are. Like they love basketball, so I've been really, really lucky to play in places like play in towns where we were the we were the main attraction. That's awesome. And then, there... I, and then I and then I got the Middle East, so I just played it for myself. <laughs> then you just go to like back to like an empty gym. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How did you get hooked up with um the TBT and like Team CP3? Um, the first year I played in it four years ago with the Iona team. So I did my first two years with the Gale Nation team. Iona team, shout out to Iona. Um, they put a, one of our, one of our managers, he's actually a high school coach now, but he put a team, he, he like got all of us back and we got some really good alumni. Yeah. Uh, Scott Machado played for Armored Athlete. He had a great, like a great two games. Yep. Um, AJ English. Uh, Sean Armand, he plays in top league in Russia. So we, we had a good we had a good team. So we played my first two years with them. My first year we beat uh, Baltimore City of Gods, who had been like one of the better teams. Yeah. So we beat them, and then we lost to Bayhams Bo- Army in triple overtime. Oh wow! That's and a really good TBT game. Yeah. And then the next year we beat we beat Sideline Cancer in the first round. Yeah. And then we lost to Ar- we lost to Armored Athlete on a free throw. Oh the my! Elam, the Elam ending. We got a we got a block foul and lost on free throws. Oh no, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. And then and then last year, uh, last year, John, uh, Coach John Adams from who coached CP3 this year, he called he called some of us. Well, we had been working out. Uh, Chris Paul has a gym in Winston. He has like a training facility, mm-hmm. very nice one. So we were working out and training it, and he was like, um, uh, "Chris wants to put a team in it." of like former AAU guys and local alumni. So we um he asked me to play and I was honored. Of course I I played and we hosted the, we hosted a region. So we played in Greensboro. So wow. it was the first time my family got to see me play in probably five, six years in person. Wow, that's crazy. That's really cool. I- so yeah, and then then this year we so last year we made it to the Sweet Sixteen again and lost to Team Hans. Yeah. So of course we wanted to do it again this year, and luckily we were able to get everybody kind of everybody took care of themselves in quarantine, and we didn't get um 
we had no no coronavirus cases on our team, so we were able to play. Because that was big. Four teams got disqualified. Yeah, I saw that. And I saw one, wasn't it, like, a couple days before? Like, was it the uh, – So, Brotherly Love, who lost to Marquette today, they didn't play in this – they didn't have to play in the second round because they're, the team they were supposed to play, Everline Drive, had a positive case. Jeez, that's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. That's that's scary, too. That's, like, bad. Yeah, for sure. So no symptoms. Felt great. And just felt – like, shout out to TBT for doing all the testing and making sure we were always tested. But he felt fine. He just failed the test. And, it did, like, TBT was, had already told us before we got there about the rules. So, we Jeez. figured it would happen to somebody. I didn't think it was going to be four teams. I figured maybe two teams, not four. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely, it's just a crazy disease because we don't know if you have it or you're not sure if you're carrying it or not. Yeah, literally, the guy, like, the four, four or five people who tested positive in all of the press releases, it was like, the, the player is fine, he feels great. Yeah. He had been practicing all week, but <laughs> just we can't let him play because it'd be a risk to all of y'all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And God forbid one of you gets it and it affects one of you guys or something like that. And yeah, you take it home with you, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I know this thing sucks, man. This is this is terrible. There's only so much I can stay inside and <laughs> do at this yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. No. It's 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 um it's tough for everybody. Like everybody complains about different parts about it, and I never get mad at people for complaining because it's it's tough. Yeah, it's really it's really it really is tough. Yeah, I actually was like living in Dallas for a little while, and I just moved back up to Rhode Island, and like they were not following the rules, and now they're just like a hotbed. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> but um, when you were, you know, did you meet CP3? Have you talked to him or like, like how? So was I, I, I played at Wade, so I've probably spent plenty. Of, I've spent plenty of time around CP. He, he sends his kid. He used to send his kids to basketball camp when they were smaller. Um, I actually did play for Team CP3 for a couple of tournaments growing up. So I met him probably 10 15 times now but he um he came to the game he helped coach us last year wow so he's a really nice guy really really great basketball mind as as we all know yeah a future a future hall of famer so it's been nice to it was nice to have him around last year unfortunately he couldn't come this year because he had his own bubble to prepare for yeah yeah exactly i know and that's gonna be interesting too i did you guys get the same meals that the nba players got like those um, we got like hotel meals. That's why I said we, there's a, a fair amount of Postmates. Some of them were fine. Like I'm, I'm not super picky. So some of the meals were fine, but yeah, it's definitely going to be a lot of Postmates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the go-to Postmates meal? Um, what did I, I was, I tried to order from local spots in Columbus. So I had, they have this place called Mikey's Late Night Slice. Okay. Really good pizza. So I ordered that a couple times. Um, I ordered Chipotle. Okay. I was going to ask you, you know, what was your favorite bas- – what has been your favorite basketball moment a part of your career? Um, making – so the year I made the tournament with Iona was definitely big for me because I had never played an NCAA tournament. Yeah. So so um, we uh, – what have, oh, in our conference championship, Mama was the one seed. We were the two seed. Yeah. And Mama was really good that year. Mom, that's the year Mama won almost, I think, 29 games and 30 games. We, we ended up winning 26, but they won our conference. They went 17 and three. Or, no, they went 18 and two, and we went 17 and three. So we dom- we both dominated the conference. Wow. <laughs> and I, um, 
in the championship game, we were up two, and I got a rebound, got fouled, and maybe two free throws to kind of ice the game. So that's really that cool. was that was a really great moment for me, making winning a conference championship is a big deal. Yeah, that's huge. That's really big. And what's it like and playing they, in the NCAA tournament? Um, it was crazy. We we played in a we played in the United Center in Denver. Okay. Uh, Honestly, we we were, we felt like if we played anybody other than who they matched up with, we'd have, we'd have probably won, because we we play like a crazy style, that are like not crazy, but like, I don't know. We get after it, like we run. Yeah, yeah. Take, you we take a lot of take a lot of quick shots. All five guys can dribble, can pass, can score. Yeah. So we just we just we usually just run bigger teams out the gym, but they put us against Iowa State, who also wants to play ninety five miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So we're like. We're like we're like of all the so we get a thirteen so we're like of all the high majors, you need to give us the one high major that plays like a mid major. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's awful. <laughs> and they had they had, they had three NBA players on their team. They had Monty Morris, uh, Abdul Nader, and Georges Niang. So oh yeah, geez. They were like the one team that had like versatility and wanted to play fast. So it's a kind of a raw deal, but we gave them a really good game. They made a couple more shots. Yeah, but it was a great time. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's a cool. That's those are cool experiences, anyways, to have out of a college career. You know, you're able to win, help ice and win a, a conference championship, and be able to play an NCAA tournament, which is I'm sure a lot of people don't get a chance to say that. You know. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool. All right, I got one last question for you before we wrap this up. I gotta know what were you playing in your car? I saw your tweet. It says, "I'm rocking the uh, the, the oh, Oxford right now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going back through like some classics, but um. Uh, I've been playing that new Pop Smoke album like over oh, okay. and over again. I probably played the new Pop Smoke album like ten times. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to think when I made that tweet, which it was, uh, it was an old Fifty Cent song. I'm trying to think which one it was. Oh, it was like um, it was like I Get Money. You remember that? Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Super oh, yeah. Catchy like radio track. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and I hadn't heard it, and so like. It's not like the greatest track in the world or anything. Like it was a, it was like a top ten single, but I had the mute like the radio up so loud that I forgot like how great the beat was. So yeah. I was like, dang, this is a great track. Like yeah. I, I forgot how good it was, like how good this track used to sound like on car speakers. That that song was like uh, such a great song. I, I think that song like, came out when I was in either in high school or just got into college, and I was like, awesome. I, yeah, I, th- I think I was like a ninth or tenth grader, and it was like. It came out like right in the summer. I feel like we played it every before, like every game at AAU. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. I saw that tweet and I was like, "Damn, I gotta get that playlist because I have the next time I go on a long drive, I need, <laughs> I need that." <laughs> well, Aaron, thank you so much for your time, man. It means a lot to me that you're able to make time for me and come on my podcast. Oh um, man, I had a great, great time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. We'll have to do it again sometime. I, you know, I wish you the best of luck. Um, Maybe connect before you sign with a team, or when you sign with a team, we'll definitely do a catch up. Yeah, I was about to say we could definitely do a catch up, or we could do, definitely do one from overseas, wherever I end up at. Yeah, yeah, you're always welcome back on the sh- on the show. Once a guest, always always welcome back on. Even if you just want to come on and talk about basketball, or whatever, I'm always happy to have you back on. If you want to talk about the NBA season, we can do that too. I was about to say, yeah, I'm a big NBA guy, so I'm gonna be tuned in to. I'm a my best friend plays for the Clippers, so I'm a Clippers fan by just. Because I cheer for where my best friend plays. Oh, that's awesome! Who who's that? Uh, Montrez Harrell. Oh, that's awesome! That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we grew up together. Played AAU together. 
thought we were going to play college together, and he, he committed to Virginia Tech, and I was like, I'm not going to Virginia Tech. I'm going to Wake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, com- he committed, like, randomly in the front. We committed together in the front seat of my car. Oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be tuning in, so we can definitely – we can definitely get in, get some NBA talks in when I come back on their podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. We should definitely do some NBA talk. It'd be great to get some insight from a professional themselves. Um, I'm just a fan, so I don't see as much as probably you guys see. So. <laughs> but that's and, and just a 2K player, but I'm not that great at it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. But I am rooting for the Clippers. I am a Celtics fan, but I think the Clippers are going to come out of the West. That's That was let's my Let's do it. That, yeah. that's, let's speak it into existence. I like the energy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they have such a good team. It's so deep. I mean, how can you not, like, say – I mean, yeah. you got Kawhi, Paul George, and uh, Montrez. They come off the bench being, like, such a good bench player and, like, an energy guy, so. Yeah. Um. So, let's speak it into existence. Clippers are going to win it all. Come yeah. off the bubble. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll get it going. <laughs> all right, Aaron. We can do, we can do the, They can do the social distancing parade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone just has to stand six feet apart. <laughs> Be on top of buildings. I don't know. Everyone, they'll measure out. They'll put tape on it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're, you're, yeah, you're great. You've been a great guest, and we got we definitely have to do this again. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. All right. Thanks, you too.